Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is M. Diesel, your host. As we know, if we listen to the last episode, I changed my fucking name to M. Diesel. And a lot of you have been sending me really the the the, uh, the best things I've ever received in my life, which is my face, sometimes using actual face swap technology on Vin Diesel's body, and also... Just doing the old fucking Photoshop on some on some photos of Vin Diesel, and then writing my name on it, which is M Diesel, because that's my name now. That's my legal name now. Is, is M Diesel? So keep those coming. I appreciate those. I appreciate the uh, the acknowledgement of my new name. <clears throat> And now uh, that I've got that name, I've also locked in my um, my soundboard technology, and uh, you know, kiss my ass. If you don't like it, we all know what you can do. You can. Kiss my ass. And if you don't like it, you know what I can do. So I can beat the shit out of you. That's how it's going to go. And if you give me some kind of attitude. I might throw in a couple extra bucks and send you to charm school. And if I, if you're fucking with me and I don't hear you. Excuse me? And if you fuck with me and I'm confused. Let's get this straight. And if you don't fuck with me. I can go with that. I think you see where this is going. And if you fuck with me. Deeply. Shut up. Shut up. Still still reeling from the fact that that guy is uh, a superstar. And has more money than I will ever, than I would, than I could accumulate in 70 lifetimes. That guy has that much money. So that's cool. Who goes out on a Tuesday night in the sky? Boss too quiet and the cover band is too loud. Step outside, I'm about to leave when you walk right on by and I'll just freak. All the times you try to find someone to hit me like you. And I'm not the type of like direction, but I want to. I don't know you, but it feels like I do. And I was frozen when you walked in the room. Cause every single word, it just makes my stomach turn. 
I don't know you, but it feels like I do. Torture will be over when the fucking beat drops. Torture will be over when the beat drops. Feel like I do. Oh! Fuck yeah! Hey, Vin. Thank you, man. You know I appreciate you, Vin. And if you're fucking, if you're not Vin Diesel and you come at me and you want to talk to me, who the hell are you? Who do you work for? And if you come up to me. And I don't even know what to say to you because you're fucking with me so much. I'll turn to the person next to you. Yo, what's up with your boy? You see where I'm going with this? I got a fucking phrase. M. Diesel has a phrase for everything. <sighs> All right. I mean, there's, there's, there's plenty of shit to talk about. Um, I, I was going to do this episode earlier. I'm actually recording this on Friday night. It'll go out on uh, either... In the wee hours between Friday night and Saturday morning, or it'll go up Saturday morning. But uh, the reason I waited was because I wanted to watch. So the president, the president who is Donald Trump, I don't know if you, I don't know if you knew that. The president is Donald Trump, and K. Even though he's been president for almost four years, it's still K. The fucking you're fired guy. Guy with a cameo in Gremlins 2 and uh, Home Alone 2. And the guy that used to wrestle Vince McMahon in the WWE shit. He shaved Vince McMahon's head, pinned him down. That guy. He's president. Just want to... Just want to run that whole resume down. The president's been getting fucked lately. He had his whole tax thing. He acted like a Tasmanian devil in a debate during which he probably fucking had COVID. And, <clears throat> and then the fallout of the debate was terrible. Started slipping in the polls immediately. Then he actually admits he has COVID. Goes to the hospital for three a fucking a nights. Gets an experimental treatment. Goes on steroids. Comes out. Hey, don't be afraid of this virus. We can beat it. You can beat it. No, 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 no. You can beat it. You can beat it. Because you fucking went to a hospital for free for three fucking nights. Some state-of-the-art shit. You got a state-of-the-art experimental shit. Juiced you up. Got fucking roided out. So you don't need to be afraid of the virus. Nobody else can get that shit, though. Nobody else can get fucking airlifted into the hospital. Anyway, it was a rough couple days. Now, he's so far back in the polls. Not trying to jinx anything, but it sure fucking seems like it's over. Fucking vote like it's not, though, motherfucker. Actually, just vote. Vote anyway. I don't give a fuck who you vote for. Just vote. It's so depressing that nobody votes. If you're of voting age, just vote. Don't be depressing and vote. 
I don't even care if you're going to vote for fucking Donald Trump. Vote. Nothing is more depressing than, than someone who doesn't vote. Actually, I got a fucking, the best, I got a lot of messages from you all, and I love them all, except when they're fucking talking shit. But even then, I'll read them, and I'll calmly read them, and sometimes I'll even respond. But the vast majority are kind and sending me shit that, they, that you guys think I want to see, which I always appreciate. And all kinds, all kinds of good shit. but one of you and obviously anybody who knows me and listens to the show knows I remember no one's name I would forget my own name uh, if that was a possible thing Uh, one of you wrote to me telling me that this is going to be your first time voting and it's because you listen to this show And I'm not even one of those annoying people that's like, hey, register to vote. Vote. You got to vote until obviously a minute ago, which I did that. But I just, I care about shit. Just because I don't understand anything doesn't mean I don't care about it. I care deeply about it. And whoever you are, I thought that was a fucking really cool message to receive. Uh, And so everybody should be like that guy. But yeah, the reason I wanted to do uh, record a little bit later today, it's already a fucking a million degrees in here. That's cool. Um, the reason I wanted to record later today was because the president, who is Donald Trump, was scheduled to have a medical exam live on television, which sounded truly like the the, the it was obviously obviously going to be on Fox with some doctor that is affiliated with Fox. And it had all the fucking makings of like a very sort of old school Soviet Union style thing. Where everybody's just like asking the questions or like it was, uh, uh, well, actually what I thought it was going to be was an actual medical exam. I think that's that was stupid of me. That was fucking stupid of me. Because of course, he's not going to do an actual medical exam live on television. Even though that's what they were saying, obviously it wasn't going to happen. He was going to go on Tucker Carlson live and have a, a live medical exam. Not only was it not live, but it wasn't a medical exam. It was as informative as detailed of a medical exam as me getting my fucking marijuana license. Which in California, you go to a doctor's office that's like Dr. Green, everybody's, there's like a plant outside, you know what kind of fucking doctor it is. You walk in and you fill out a fucking piece of paperwork, then you go and sit down in a fucking room and you're waiting for a doctor and and I'm wondering like, oh shit, what? What's going to happen? They're going to put a steth. They're going to check my breathing. Going to ask hard questions. The fucking guy. He's not a nurse. He's a guy. He's just a guy at the front desk. He wheels in a fucking iPad on like a big stand, so it's level with my eye. And then there's a doctor on the other side of that iPad 
who clearly doesn't give a fuck about anything. And he's like, so what's going on? Uh, he reads, Matthew, what's going on? And I'm like, uh, I want to smoke weed legally. He's like, all right, um, you want any medication? I'm like, yeah, I tell him what medication I'm on. He's like, um, you have like uh, any breathing problems? No. Okay, uh, just go to the front and they'll give you what you need and it'll be $50 or whatever the fuck. Such a fucking racket, you know, but whatever. I'm happy to pay it, happy to do it just to be able to smoke weed legally. That was actually before everyone could smoke weed legally. You, need, you needed a medical marijuana license uh, a few years ago in California. Now you just got to be 18, I think. But anyway, that's how invasive this medical exam was for President Trump. Some fucking friendly propagandist doctor is just asking him questions. So how'd you feel? Uh-huh. And how... And how how bad was that? Uh-huh. Let me ask you, when you took a dr- when you took your drive around, and I'm just like, this is not something. This is literally propaganda. It's some actual Soviet Union shit. There, he's obviously fucking got canned questions. Trump obviously knew what he was going to ask. It's the least medical examination fucking thing ever. Are you still on any are you still on any medication? Trump just says, I'm pretty much done. So yes, motherfucker? And then the doctor's like, oh great, so you're done. Pretty much done. Hey, fucking be a better doctor. Also, it was pre-recorded. Trump's been trying just so hard to prove he's okay. But dude, you already were in the hospital for three fucking nights. The, the thing is, the thing is over. That thing's already over. It's clearly a scary fucking thing. If it required the president to be inside of a hospital for three motherfucking nights, entire nights. But he's been making all these videos trying to convince everybody he's okay. And they're demented. They're demented videos. Um, I don't want to talk about Trump anymore. The vice presidential debate, though, that was something because, uh, let me talk about that for a second. I, I doubt many of you watched that because it was pointless. Nobody gives a fucking fuck, you know? And also, nobody's ever given a fuck about the vice presidents. Vice presidents aren't shit. Um, but I watched and let me tell you something. It was very different. The tone of it was very different than the presidential debate. Wow. How drunk did I just sound? The tone was very different from the presidential debate where Trump and Biden were really at each other's throats. Trump kept cutting them off, yelling, Biden was way too far away from the microphone like a fucking crazy guy. It was just a total mess. 
right? But they were they were trading barbs, and it was like this 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 really messy, sloppy slug match, slugfest. The vice president the vice presidential debate was very sort of uh, tame and respectful. And obviously, they were sharp toward one another, but they were they were uh, kind and gracious to one another, as in, in, as much as political opponents really can be. So in that sense, whatever, fine. I guess you could call it an improvement. But here's why it wasn't an improvement and why that civility is overrated and overstated, really. Kamala Harris and Mike Pence, Mike Sixpence, none the richer, didn't fucking answer any of the questions they were asked. They just said the thing they wanted to say. There was even one part where Kamala was like, you want to talk about packing the court? You want to talk about packing the Supreme Court? Okay. And she said that straight up, and then she didn't talk about packing the Supreme Court. But Mike Pence was just as shitty. I mean, Mike Pence is way shittier than Kamala Harris. Let's just start there. But in this regard, he didn't get off the fucking hook. He was doing it even worse than Kamala. He literally answered no fucking questions. Just talked about what he wanted to talk about. So in that sense, the two of them are just fucking basically given stump speeches in two-minute bites. That's not good! Fucking answer the question. These moderators are such fucking pussies. Chris Wallace did the same fucking shit. Cut him off and be like, you didn't answer me. You're not answering me. Answer the question I asked, or you don't get to talk. That's how it should be. I should fucking moderate these things. No, no, no. No, no, no. The question about climate change, Mike Pence just said other shit, you know? He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to stop you right there. Answer me. And then he starts doing his stump speech. Answer me. Answer me. Answer me. Answer me. But obviously, look, the vice presidential debate, as I said, doesn't matter. Nothing any of them said matters. Here's what matters. A fly landed on Mike Pence's head. During the debate, a fly landed on Mike Pence's head for minutes. And it just stayed there. For minutes. And I talked to a lot of people who were like, you know what? That pisses me off. Now, because there was, that's all anybody could talk about after the debate. Everyone's like, ah, oh, it pisses me off. Here we are in the middle of a very important election. And all, all America can talk about is a fly. As if there was like mega substance going on on that stage. There wasn't. The complaint shouldn't be about why is everyone focusing on the fly? The complaint should be, why the fuck did neither one of them say anything of substance? 
So much so that all we can talk about is a motherfucking fly. Let me tell you why I I love the fly. And I don't mean all the fucking jokes that have been made about the fly since then. Some are funny, but a lot of them are not funny. So whatever. Jokes getting killed in my, in my estimation. But that's not my point. Let me walk you through the fly moment for me. So I'm watching and kind of half paying attention. As much as I can, I'm trying to pay attention, but it's not a lot because it's fucking so boring. And out of, out of the corner of my eye, I see a fly on my TV. That happens sometimes. A fly gets in my place sometimes. And I get to stand up to, to, to kill it, to smash it on my TV. I go to get a newspaper. I'm going to smash it. Yes, I still have newspapers. No, I'm not 80 years old. So I'm rolling up the New York Times, but then it goes away. It's not on the screen anymore. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I missed my chance to kill it. But I didn't see it fly away, and I'm looking around the room, I don't see it. And then I realize, before I even look back at the screen, I realize, oh, 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 this is going to be good. And this song starts playing in my fucking head. And I'm just turning in slow motion because I realize what's going on. And I'm turning slowly, slow motion. Smile coming on my face as I realize what's probably going to be on the screen when I turn back. And I find my eyes finally lock on the screen. And I'm just fucking, yeah. And my eyes go directly to where the fly was on Mike Petz's head the last time I fucking looked at the screen. And it's right there on his head. Because the fly is not in my place and it's not on my TV. It's on Mike Pence's fucking head. And I'm just fucking... So now I'm giddy. I'm, 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 I'm so happy that this is happening. And, and I say this, I say this in a non, I swear to you, I say this in a nonpartisan way, but it wouldn't have been as funny if that happened to Kamala Harris. It just wouldn't have been as funny. You can ask me to explain that. I can't. I kind of can. It's funnier that it happened to an old, uh, stale, boring guy. Not like a livelier, younger woman. That, that would have been less funny. I think regardless of uh, political affiliation, it's funnier if that happens to an old clueless seeming guy <clears throat> but anyway the fly it has no interest in going anywhere no interest at all it stays 
right on his fucking head for minutes, at least two minutes, I think more. But it, I'm, I, if you didn't see it, it sounds like I'm making this up, but I swear to God it happened and it was minutes on his head. And as I'm watching, it, da- it dawns on me. I mean, that makes it sound like this crazy revelation, but it just, it's, it, 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 it crosses my mind. It entered the idea seeds itself in my mind that now the debate is over. The debate is now over and nothing either candidate says matters at all before this, during this, or after this. Nothing matters except the fly on Mike, Pen- Mike Pence's head. Whether that's good or bad, look, it would be bad, again, if there was tons of substance important barbs being traded, exchanges of ideas. That wasn't really the case, though. There's a lot of uh, canned, less than honest, piecemeal stump speeches from both candidates. So that being said, the fly had an advantage. There was nothing interesting going on. But that being said, even even still, I knew nothing, nothing was going to matter about this debate besides this fly on Mike Pence's head. And like I said, there are there are many of you, many of you who I know who are disappointed in that in the in the fallout from the fly situation. A lot of a lot of you uh, were disappointed in the American public for being obsessed. And only focused on the fly and not the issues. And I guess I get that, but also fuck off, you know? Because the fact is that fits the moment. The fact that that happened fits the moment as well as possible. It's so dumb and so fucking random and unpredictable and in a way, unfortunate, but in, a, in another way, just absolutely perfect for the year we're in, for the moment we're in. It just, it, 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 that fly on Mike Pence's head summed up a lot of shit for me, confirming my worldview. And so I'm thrilled that it happened. I think it's a perfect summation, representation, metaphor for where we're at. We'll take anything, you know what I mean? Besides the fucking discourse that's going on right now. We will take a fly. We will celebrate a tiny fucking insect and make millions of jokes and talk not at all about the issues and only about this fucking fly who had no fucking idea what it was doing. It was just going to the brightest thing in the room and the brightest thing in any room, at least any room that Mike Pence is in, is Mike Pence's head. You could put Mike Pence's head next to the sun And a fly would maybe hesitate for a second in deciding which one is more luminant, which one is a better target for it. 
But then after that second, it would go to Mike Pence's head. Mike Pence's head is brighter than the sun. So just naturally, biologically, physics, whatever the fuck, the fly is going to go to Mike Pence's head. It's the brightest thing in any room that Mike Pence is in. But it had no idea. And that's great too. The fly is just like, oh, that's bright. And just chilling. The fly is a fucking legend now though. The fly should get a fucking movie deal. It's on TV show, a book deal, a podcast. Should make the rounds on all the talk shows, late night and political. But yeah, just a perfect nonsense, idiotic, random, fucking so stupid, and funny and dumb thing this is the perfect thing to have happen during that dumbass debate that didn't matter anyway because no one was answering any fucking questions. Vice President Pence, what do you say to your critics, to the critics of this administration who say you've done very little on climate change? Well, I appreciate the question. Donald Trump is the best jobs president this country's ever known. And you're just like, yeah, she asked about fucking climate change. Senator Harris, how do you feel about the accusations? What do you have to say about the possibility of a Biden presidency packing the Supreme Court, expanding the court? and adding liberal-leaning judges. You want to talk about packing the court? I'll talk about packing the court. We're not going to ban fracking. And it's just like, what the fuck is... Are you hearing this motherfucking shit? Make him talk about the thing you want to talk about. It's such bullshit. I mean, we all know who should have fucking moderated that fucking debate. We all know who should have moderated that fucking debate. And honestly, he could have wrapped up like this. Wow, I mean, that is just not a voice. We can all agree on that, right? That's not a voice. And because it's not a voice, of course, he has a singing career now. Because nothing could make less sense. And if it couldn't possibly make less sense, it's definitely happening in the year 2020 in America. All right, I'm going to take a break because it's 30 fucking gajillion degrees in here. Uh, I'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. 
need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And I'm back. Here's right-wing prophet Hank Kuhneman talking about the fly. The big thing from the debate last night was the fly that landed upon the head of Vice President yeah. Pence. And I started thinking about that, you know, and I always like to look at things prophetically, not squirrely, but prophetically. Okay. And I, I said, God, you know, what, what, what's up with the fly landing on the... I said, God, what's up with the fly? Luckily, it was Hank Kuntman asking, Hank Kuntman asking, because apparently God answers Hank. Vice President's head. Why didn't it land and buzz and, and, and land right on the nose of the sneering, um, you know, snickering uh, Kamala Harris? Because Ecclesiastes 10 says oh that the flies obviously go after the, and go after the it's anointed. Talked about said. the dead fly that landed in the holy, precious anointing oil. And there was an anointing on Vice President pants and he looked presidential and i'm telling you it was a prophetic sign the big wow you know just any spin on anything doesn't matter at all so we got some of that we got some nice recaps from fucking crazy people on the right if you're looking for balance by the way i got somebody on the left i'm gonna shit on later on in the episode so hold, hold tight Right now, I, there's plenty to go through on the right. Because uh, I believe 13 Michigan men, I don't know if you guys know about this, but 13 men from Michigan who call themselves a militia, but are really obviously just domestic terrorists, um tried to or were plotting to kidnap kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but a lot of the protests, the anti-mask protests, armed anti-mask protests, armed inside the Capitol building anti-mask protests, where a lot of these guys, it turns out, were. So a lot of these militia guys had guns Inside the Capitol building of Michigan. At the time, no one knew they were plotting this, but I guess it can't be that much of a surprise. The FBI infiltrated their group. They're a bunch of fucking idiots. They, I believe, asked the FBI guy to get them and get them some kind of explosives, and that was enough to make the arrests. That might be wrong, but hey, I'm not the fucking news, okay? That's my understanding now. And so there are entirely fucking crazy people becoming even crazier 
as the election nears. And this was a bad story for Trump because Trump, when Michigan locked down, Trump was tweeting things like liberate Virginia, liberate Michigan in all caps. Anti-lockdown shit. And then when the story came out, basically, Trump outwardly blamed it on Whitmer and had his fucking toadies on Fox News and shit blaming Gretchen Whitmer. Now, to sum up the way these absolutely crazy, heartless, far-right motherfuckers felt about the attempted kidnapping of a fucking governor of one of the 50 United States of America, okay? I don't give a fuck who the fuck the governor is. If somebody was planning to do that to fucking Donald Trump, who I don't like, I would think, fuck those people, arrest them, obviously, and put them in jail. He's a fucking president. You can't try to kidnap somebody like that. You also can't try to kidnap a fucking governor. But no. Motherfuckers, like one of this show's favorite voices on the far right, right-wing conspiracy theorist Rick Wiles, listen to what he had to say about the plot, the terrorist plot to kidnap Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Governor Whitmer, who uh, suffered a big political defeat last week when the Michigan Supreme Court said she didn't have the powers that she thought she had. So what happened today? She said that there was a militia plot to kidnap her. I got something to say to the governor. Did you at all stop and think, what are you doing that drives middle-class, law-abiding, tax-paying citizens to think about kidnapping you. What are you doing? Are your policies so extreme, so uh, radical, that you're pushing people over the line to say we have to get that woman out of the governor's office? I mean, that is the political equivalent of She shouldn't have been wearing that. You know what I mean? I mean, what the fuck has this shit come to? How much are the fucking blinders on some of these people? It's not her fault that 13 crazy motherfuckers wanted to kidnap her. I'd be like if fucking there was a kid, an actual kidnapper of kids. And they kidnapped a cute kid because it was so cute. And then the police came and they were like, well, you know, if you didn't have a, if you didn't have a kid that was so cute, so kidnappable, this never would have happened. What were you thinking having a kid so cute? The logic. The fucking logic. Speaking of logic, I got one more um, 
I've played this guy's shit before too. Dave Dow and Dave Daubenmeyer. Uh, because there's this whole thing now where, because Trump uh, has been for months looking for shit against Joe Biden, which uh, it's hard to believe that there isn't anything in his 47 year career that can really stick for the Trump campaign to rail against. They tried with the Burisma shit. They tried with Hunter. They couldn't try with his accusations of uh, sexual misconduct because Trump has 30 fucking thousand times more accusations of that shit. So they, they kind of ended up with nothing. Except a socialist communist argument, which is fucking ludicrous. Because look at Joe Biden. Listen to Joe Biden. But now because they got nothing and they're desperate, they're sliding back in the polls. They're bringing back up the Hillary Clinton shit. As if she has anything to do with this 2020 election. But what a surprise. All the fucking toadies, all the please, sir. Might I have another retweet? Please, sir. And Trump's been retweeting crazy ass motherfuckers too. So these motherfuckers got a chance. So all the please, sir. Might I have another morsel of a retweet? Are fucking churning shit out. Some anti-Hillary shit. To make their fucking dear leader happy. It's just pure cult of personality shit. Pure Stalin shit. Anyway. Here's what Dave Naubenmeyer had to say now that Hillary's back up in the news. Which is... Just first, let me take a second here and talk about how fucking stupid that is. She's a citizen and was running for president four years ago. And now the Trump campaign is trying to smear her because they can't smear Biden. And wouldn't you know it, motherfuckers like a radical right-wing activist, David Daubenmeyer, are lapping it the fuck up for, for fucking, please, sir. Reasons. So here's here's Mr. Fucking Dave. The greatest example of love is discipline. The greatest example of love is to kill those traitors so others learn never to do it. (laughs) Why are we so squeamish? Isn't it amazing we just read about men? Why are men today so squeamish to go put a noose around Hillary's neck? Well, they... Uh, Because that's murder. Because that's murder. Why are men so squeamish to go put a noose around Hillary Clinton's neck? Because that's fucking murder. Also, if you start the sentence, the greatest expression of love, if you start that, if you start a sentence that way, the next words shouldn't be, is to kill. How fucking demented are these motherfucking please, sir? My toy, I want to right? Dude, when I see fucking David Daubenmeyer, when I see fucking Rick Wiles, oh man, I'm just like. Shut up. I'm going to throw you and beat you. And I want to turn to their friends and be like, Deal with 
with your boy. It's just tedious. It's nonstop. You got to wonder what the fuck's going to be like when Trump's out. I'm not a fucking prognosticator, but at this point, if Trump fucking wins, oh, what? I don't know who you think you're playing with. I don't play this game. Do you know what I mean? I don't know who you think you're playing with. I don't play this game. M. Diesel does not fucking play this game. He just doesn't. I do love this country, though. And let me tell you something. I don't like how the flag has become this incendiary thing. Donald Trump doesn't get to fucking take ownership of the idea of America. You're still allowed to love America and hate Donald Trump. And if you love America in any capacity, you might ca- you might you might be caught doing this. And crown that good with brotherhood. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, on to the There's something going down on the left that I that I gotta fucking criticize. I gotta. Gotta do it. In Portland, where there's been so much unrest, it's crazy. Uh, that's where Chaz was. That autonomous zone. Capitol Hill autonomous zone. Where a bunch of uh, leftist... Um, what do you call them? I mean, it's not, it's can't, is the, are they protesters? What the fuck? They're just fucking, they made a fucking autonomous encampment zone where fucking all hell broke loose, total anarchy, and it was a fucking mess. But Portland has a mayor, an, an embattled mayor named Ted Wheeler, and he's up for re-election this uh, November. And he's being challenged. He's being challenged from the right, which anybody on the left always is, but he's also being challenged further from the left. And that challenge from the left is coming from a woman. Let me pull up her name here. Sarah Iannaroni. Portland mayoral candidate Sarah Iannaroni. I mean, I'm definitely saying that wrong. Iannarone, maybe. was spotted wearing a skirt emblazoned with the images of communist dictators Mao Zedong and Joseph Stalin, as well as communist revolutionary Che Guevara. Now, how fucking stupid do you have to be here there are two options if you put mao and stalin stalin who i know 
more about than Mao and Guevara. But these are all murderous people. It's estimated that Stalin, Stalin's rule led to 60 million people being killed. And I don't, I don't think Mao is for, too far behind. If he's behind at all, I just actually don't know. But I literally just read an entire 700-page book on Stalin, Cradle to Grave Shit, by a guy named Robert Service. The title's just Stalin. If you fucking put someone like that up on a pedestal, you are one of two things. You are either someone who knows about history and knows about, let's just stick with Stalin, and knows about Joseph Stalin and the history of Joseph Stalin and his rise and his rule and his reign of terror. And you like it. And, and you condone that kind of behavior or you aspire to be like that, which is hard to believe. But that, I mean, look, if you've got a, him on your fucking skirt and you're running for political office and you're in the midst of a fucking election, one would believe you're not being ironic. So let's eliminate that third possibility off the list. So the first possibility is you actually think he's a great person and did great things and is worth having on your clothing. And you aspire to the ideals of a Joseph Stalin. Or you're so fucking stupid and up your own fucking ass that you just think because he, quote, practiced communism, and I'm assuming that's her platform. She's a probably, uh, uh, I would imagine if she's got fucking Mao and Stalin on her fucking skirt, that she is a professed communist. It's one thing to be the kind of communist who's like, communism has never had a fair shake because the people who have instilled it over the course of world history, communism doesn't have exactly a very good record. In the West, we study Hitler a lot and his fascist national socialism. So if you're a kid in school in America, you learn all about Hitler and you come to learn how fucking absolutely awful, arguably the most awful human being in history, Hitler was. And you learn all about fascism. You don't learn about the unbelievably bloody and horrific communist regimes of the East. We just don't learn about that. So I think a lot in Western education, we miss that. And so we grow up not really learning about communism and sort of hearing it and rolling our eyes as some like red scare Joseph McCarthy thing. Because truthfully, we don't need to be scared of communism. There's no imminent communist takeover. There's no communist party that has a fucking chance of having actual power in our country. 
It's not a real actual threat. Whereas you could make a case that fascism is, and many do make that case. So, so, so what I'm saying is there's the argument that, com- that true communists make that say you can't point to Stalin and Mao because that wasn't real communism. I don't like that argument, but you could absolutely make that argument and say communism should work like this. There should be no violence from the top down. There should be no cult of personality. There should be no single leader who people treat like a god like they did with Mao and Stalin. But I've noticed a little bit of this total blindness to the truth about these communist leaders. So again, I'm trying to separate the the ideals of communism, which some people do separate and make an argument separate from the communism that history has given us. But if you don't make that separation and you put forth the idea that Stalin, Joseph fucking Stalin is somebody worth lionizing or emblazoning your fucking clothing with as you run for political office, you've jumped the fucking shark. You jumped the fucking ocean. You jumped the fucking high seas. What the fuck is wrong with you? You are either an actual fucking... You either are... I don't I don't use this fucking word, but it, it would be like having fucking Hitler on your clothing, okay? In terms of body count. Obviously, the ideologies were very different. They hated each other, Stalin and Hitler. But this is a murderous person, one of the most murderous people in the history of the fucking world. We're talking Genghis Khan levels. And this fucking person running for mayor of Portland has him on her fucking skirt. Hey, Portland. Don't elect her. Do you know what I mean? Because she either has bad ideas about where the fucking city of Portland should go. Or she's just a fucking idiot. Who doesn't really know anything about the people that she's fucking touting around in her fucking skirt. When I read the headline, I was like, there's no, there's just no way. This is not true. But I saw the fucking pictures. So people on the left, I'm on the left. Don't be so fucking stupid that you do something that people on the right can shit all over and make a big deal out of and actually be on the right side of the fucking argument 
That is not easy to do. It is not easy to do to be on the left and do something and give actual substantive red meat to the right. But if you're so fucking stupid as to have Joseph Stalin embroidered on clothing that you wear as you are running for office. By the way, I haven't even said this part. She's leading Ted Wheeler in the polls. She's going to fucking win as of right now, according to the polls. God, that is annoying. Again, if you want to be a fucking socialist, you want to be a communist, and you have ideals that are very, very, very pointedly separate from the bloody history of communism in the East, let's hear about it, and that is a valid fucking case. But don't be so fucking stupid. It's jaw-droppingly stupid. Oh, wow. I I could not be sweating more. I mean, I'm looking at this fucking skirt right now. I'm looking at it. We got your Mao. We got your Shay. We got your fucking Stalin. What's wrong with you? If a political candidate wore a a shirt or a skirt or anything with Charles Manson's face on it, they would be immediately, maybe not disqualified by the rules, but they would never fucking be elected. Charles Manson basically killed one 30 millionth of the amount of people Joseph Stalin killed. And that would be right. If fucking some political candidate wore something with Charles Manson's face on it, I'd be like, hey, that motherfucker shouldn't be in office. Now, if you fucking wear someone's fucking clothing, if on your clothing, you're wearing someone's face, the face of someone whom estimates would put might have murdered people at a scale of 20 million to 60 million people, you should be not elected. I mean, I said that so badly, but you know what I mean. By the same logic, here's just the bottom most bottom line. If you're running for political office, don't put, don't emblazon your clothing with the faces of fucking murderous people. That is a that is that is actually the 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 most minor ask. That is the most mild ask. Hey aspirational. Hey, if you aspire to be in politics, hey candidate for mayor. One of the base level things I'm asking of you 
is to not wear clothing that has the faces of murderers on them. <sighs> if nothing else, it's just fucking stupid. And I, would, I, I have to believe that this is just pure stupidity. I have to believe that this, that this person and whoever's running her campaign just doesn't know what's up. Anyway, I know what's up, and that's fucking idiotic, but it is unbelievably confusing. Fucking M. Diesel is confused. The fuck is she thinking? Who the hell are you? You know what I mean? If I was there, if I, if I fucking saw that shit in person, I would just... Excuse me? <sighs> Gotta fucking try to feel a little bit better now. Let's see what M. Diesel can do. I don't know you, but it feels like I do. And I was frozen when you walked in the room. Cause every single word just makes my stomach turn. I don't know you, but it feels like I do. Well, my voice hurts so fucking bad from doing Vin Diesel voice so much in the last few days. But I'm not stopping. Feels like I do. My problem is that I've listened to that song 70 times in the last week or so. That's one of my problems. I have many. But, uh, you know, what are you going to do? I like to subject myself to terrible shit like that. And then, after subjecting myself to it enough, I start to dislike it. That's one of my problems. But like I said, I have many. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go now. I got heated there. I got upset. I got extremely hot and sweaty. And uh, I'm going to go fucking lay down. Hopefully uh, you enjoyed this. I actually didn't plan on going for a whole fucking hour. But sometimes, you know, this happens. Because I'm going to be coming back with another episode on Monday or Tuesday like I usually do. All right, everybody. Uh, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Coronavirus cases going up. What a fucking surprise. Stay home if you can. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Um, and yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Okay.